Welcome to the My Father Son podcast. My name is Wanda. Today, I want to touch on what it is to, or what it is rather, the effect in relationships that having a bad father son relationship has. I mean, it is often spoken about how a bad father daughter relationship can affect a relationship and not to take away from that that seriousness because it is a very serious issue and not even to say that I won't be touching on it uh, at some point whether it be in this episode or in a later episode speaking to maybe you know young ladies who have that issue that particular issue but today it's about men and men as in me how my relationship with my dad had affected my romantic relationships. So I want to start at a somewhat of a beginning. The first time I saw the picture of the kind of relationship I wanted, and mind you, it was not a physical picture. It was a, a moment in time that I was able to watch and observe. First time I saw the picture, of the kind of relationship I wanted was with my mom and dad. And in particular, in particular, it was a day when I was coming home from school, I think after sports or something, and they were in the garden. My mom was sitting on one of the garden chairs and my dad was leaned over and they were making out. I mean, I mean, you know, old people don't make out, you know, especially that's, that was my thinking back then. Old people don't make out. Old people do that whole one kiss, two kiss thing. Mwah, mwah. Um, bye, baby. Hi, baby. Um, let's go to bed, baby. Uh, I miss you. You know, there's no making out like, oh, I missed you. You know, that making out. And that for me was one of the pivotal moments where I was like, yeah, that's what I want. That is what I want, that when I get that age, I hope I'm still making out with my partner. I really wanted that for the kind of relationship that I was going to pursue, the kind of relationship that I was going to prepare myself for, the kind of relationship that I knew if I wanted kids, that's what they would want to see, right? So, which then becomes the the ironic part of this thing. Ironic because men have this idea or rather my father, let me say. Let me not generalize and put everybody in the boat. My dad, you know, as a man in his generation of men had this had this idea which uh, hasn't died by the way in societal standards that you know, when you're young, when you're young, you know, play the field, fool around, uh, cheat, but they won't say actual God and cheat. They'll just say, play around, you know, you don't have to be serious. And that's where irony comes in because my seriousness came from the fact that I saw you as an example of the kind of relationship that I want. My first serious relationship and we can laugh about it uh, in terms of how serious it could have been. I was in grade five 
and I was dating this girl and the reason I call it serious is because you know as a grade five how old are you in grade five like 15 no man like nine ten left anyway that relationship lasted 10 months 10 months you can count how many relationships nowadays last 10 months as adults and there i was as a grade five year old you know 10 months so for me it was serious and for me it was the first platform to which i would launch you know how i then become the man i want to be for the relationship that i want uh in high school in high school i remember there was a day I had reached one year uh, anniversary with the lady that I was dating and I decided at our home, at my home, I'm going to, you know, set up a, a situation. You know, I had candles uh, lighting up the floor, you know, those floating candles that you put in water, candles lighting up the floor. I had flowers, a little bit of food that I had made uh, and whatever. So obviously now uh, that was going to happen later in the day when we meet at the house. I then remember the next day, uh, by the way, that, that, that anniversary was, it was fantastic. It was cool. It was cute as hell. It was cute as hell, um, if I do say so myself. So the next day, we had a couple of family members come over just to, I guess, enjoy the Sunday or whatever. And, you know, some, some cousins, some aunts and a few uncles. And I then remember being upstairs with some cousins and one of my other cousins came through and she was basically saying, yo, um, yeah, they... Hey, they're talking about you downstairs. I mean, I was like, what do you mean? Like, Ish, yeah, you, they're kind of, you know, making fun of you for uh, setting up that anniversary situation for your girlfriend, you know. And later to find out that that conversation was fueled or ignited by my dad. He literally made me the butt of the jokes that were being uh, passed around by my own family about my relationship and what I'm willing to do for it. You know, it's, 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 <laughs> it's that kind of thing which literally speaks to the fact that uh, men who are not able to express their emotions and open up about their feelings, often bash those who can. Often bash those who can as if it's not manly, as if, uh, you know, that's, that's not what we do, you know. And that sort of, I mean, it, 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 it put me at unease because all I'm trying to do is have the kind of relationship that you have right now, you know, and work up to it at least. And you're bashing me for it. I don't understand. So cool. Uh, I, after that, never really 
brought my girlfriend's home uh, unless my parents weren't around, <laughs> which was often. <laughs> and you know, and that's 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 those kinds of things that can affect somebody's thinking if your if your dad is laughing at the kind of things that you're willing to do for a relationship. Yes, as young as you are. But listen, man, I'm, I'm trying based on something that I am aspiring to. It's weird, man. It's, it's, it's weird. When it comes to the relationships after high school, I think I have become more, more invested. I sort of doubled down on the idea that, listen, um... The fact that you're laughing at me probably means that you know I'm doing something right, or rather that you know I am going to rebel against what you think I should be doing. You know, and mind you, it wasn't even rebellion. I I, I literally, in my heart and soul, just wanted a serious relationship, uh, one that I can have somebody to laugh with, to cry with, to make out with. You know. Uh, to to experience things with and someone to call my somebody when when asked I guess and yeah I sort of I sort of doubled down on it and which kind of made me which kind of made me blind to what actually happens in my relationships in that I had put my position, well, I put myself in the position of a giver, and I mean a giver, my heart, my soul, my time, my energy, whatever pocket money I had, the giver, you know, without even understanding that uh, I'm not getting it back. I'm not getting it back in that I can, you know, point to a memory that says, oh, this is when baby did this for me, or something and blind went blind and what happens then what happened to me is that in a few relationships they then because they were the takers they then were able to take advantage of what i was not able to see and then i was got cheated on and you know technically treated badly if i was aware of what was going on in this relationship but i was blind only because my direction pointed me straight to listen this is what i want um when i get it uh, you know nobody will laugh at me not my dad won't laugh at me and even if he does you know i'll, I'll go in harder because this is what i want so the, the women after that were able to take advantage of that situation, unknowingly so. And it, 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 it really started, it really started breaking me because, you know, the unfortunate part about trying to overcompensate for a corrective measure being that um, my relationship should be awesome. I, you know, just great. I literally had this this idea that why can't love's fantasy be a reality? And, you know, being an adult has only taught me is that because humans are involved. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the true facts of it, because humans are involved. Now, 
Um, so when I talk about uh, the taking advantage of situations, now I I started become being put in situations where uh, having overcompensated for corrective measures that the whatever bad things would then be done because I'm slowly becoming aware I would overreact whether it be in physical action like me walking away or just um, you know I don't know throwing my arms out flailing I don't know or just me getting angry it would be an overreaction and I know this in high it would be an overreaction because for me and for what I want and for what I thought I saw in this relationship the words that rang true all the time three words what the four words <laughs> I would never do that to you seven words I would never do that to you and you know this is now before understanding that uh, some of the worst things in relationships are meant to be struggled through not necessarily saying the cheating aspect because at this point in time for me the cheating aspect is out you you do that that's it and it still goes back to those words I would never do that to you with the understanding that the kind of relationship that I want does not have that the kind of relationship that I have prepared myself for does not need that we don't need that struggle we do not need that struggle so that on the other side we can say uh we made it through tough times so that i can advise some advise somebody younger to say hey relationships are tough you go through no listen <laughs> listen uh that's not how it goes for me mind you the first time <sighs> first time and last time i cheated on somebody um I actually kind of remember feeling like, you know, my dad would be happy or I don't know, in some way gleeful that I'm, you know, playing the field. And for somebody who just wants to make his dad proud and happy, that was big and weird at the same time. I I knew that I needed to break the cycle with me. The cycle being of, um, you know, damaged people sending damaged people out into the world. Because we all, we are all part of the cycle. And what we do matters out into the world. So for me, I knew then that, look, this is actually not what I want. I can't do this continuously because one I've been taught at home that hey fool around you're young relax it's okay this is what men do uh, unfortunately we often forget the human aspect of this is what X do X being either man woman child whatever we forget the human aspect because now 
you have damaged this person and if the relationship ends now you're sending them out into the world damaged for somebody else to pick up your pieces right and in the same breath somebody doing that to somebody who then you end up meeting for you to pick up the pieces so i decided to myself that look i am going to stop the cycle here with me unfortunately i cannot control what other people do but i can control what i do and for me that is very important and it's not to be preachy or anything it's just men have a level of unaccountability that comes with teaching other men how to be men there's a level of unaccountability where it's just like ah it's fine you're a man which i find unacceptable which i found unacceptable i um oftentimes think having now put myself in the position to be the giver and i guess in some way forcing my partner to be the taker i in later relationships decided that you know what i i need to not pull back on the giving aspect but make it understood that i am going to be a little bit more selfish a little bit more selfish in that i cannot continue the same pattern that i have experienced over and over again being cheated on over and over again and you know i, I can't so let me be a little bit more selfish make the next woman understand that listen i am a very giving person i you know i am a very on a level nurturing person i need you to understand that you're not just going to be the taker and receive and receive and receive and receive because in this relationship i now realize uh i need certain things for me to also be happy in this relationship and that's the other thing i put my happiness at the furthest point of what what my earlier relationships would encompass my happiness was at the back you know my 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 superficial happiness was there i mean i was happy that i was making somebody happy or other contributing to their happiness cuz it's not technically my responsibility to make you happy i can only contribute to your happiness it's not to take away from the purity of what that is to just be happy to make somebody happy it's just to understand that you know when it comes to this human thing we need to remember that it also takes away from us the givers it takes away from us to give as much as we do and if our soul is not replenished enough uh, often enough or from time to time by you my partner it becomes a recipe for disaster it becomes a recipe for disaster and what then happens is i'd have to revert back into my cave until i can replenish and replenish myself and be ready to come out inadvertently then making me the man who does not want to open up which is the byproduct 
of men not teaching men to be able to be expressive. It's an issue. I found that a lot in my early relationships. I have made it very clear in my current relationship. It's really about understanding that, look, I, we are in a position to literally give each other what we deserve from a relationship considering our conversation about our history of relationships we have an opportunity right now to do for each other what has never been done for each other in relationships so let's take that and run with it let's take that loyalty understanding uh, attitude of giving um, physicality you know that's those those things and with within understanding what each other's love language is because i think that's very important you know if if you can't touch the basis of how somebody uh expresses love and how they would like to feel love it i mean you you you're basically painting i mean you are creating a harder road in your relationship you're creating a harder road for no reason if the evidence is there that this person uh, shows love this way and wants to be loved this way, that is the easiest road to this kind of relationship that you'd want to maybe have. When entering this relationship, I, I, I literally asked of the universe, I want something different. I want a different type of relationship that requires different types of Actions requires different types of whatever I want different and the universe did what the universe does which is provide and I got that different and man <laughs> it's been a it's been a bumpy ride but you know it's it's because of that adjustment from doing what I've always done to now doing something different because I can't do the same things I've always done in a relationship that's different that's 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 lunacy that is lunacy and and expect now for this relationship to be as great as it should be i have really recognized that one of the biggest things one of the biggest issues um that men face or that man me had faced or face when it comes to relationships having had the kind of relationship I've, I have had with my dad is opening up. We struggle to open up about our feelings. And that causes a rift on its own because all your partner wants to know is how you're feeling. How are you feeling? You know, where 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 does this feeling come from? Etc. 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 So that they can get to know a bit more about you. And they can get to know a bit more how to deal with certain situations when they arise. Because if your partner is left in the dark, what must happen? What what do you expect to happen? And I've reacted many times in, in, in that type of way when my partner is in the dark because I haven't opened up. And it's it's tough, man. It's tough, it's tough. And 
I understand it's tough, but I need it to be a thing that becomes a thing. Open up, open up. You are not less of a man because you can open up. You are not unmanly, you're not less masculine. You're a man because you have been assigned manhood. You have been assigned manhood and your actions form part of what it is and part of that action is to open up or at least should be. Now, I'm not saying that it's true of all men. I know that men can live blissfully, not having expressed the innermost feelings that they have and that's fine. That is honestly fine. Uh, all I'm talking about is in context, the aspect of holding things in or not being able to express can actually breed the most destructive of behaviors. We see it all the time. We, 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 on, on, on TV, in the news, you know, whether somebody's killed somebody, somebody's raped somebody, you know, a woman got beaten, etc., uh, etc. Et Those are the types of things that are the result of harboring emotion. Because how else do you then express it? And I mean, look, there are many, many, many other ways to express rather than, you know, destructive behaviors, especially towards another person, especially towards your partner, especially towards women. You know, there are many, many other ways, but it, I, I do have the understanding that it comes part and parcel with harboring your feelings, if you will. And I know that it also, the, 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 the father-son relationship, when it's bad and it comes to relationships, it can breed a level of inadequacy because the man who was supposed to role model this manhood to us couldn't in a way that we, I guess, could accept or that we could acknowledge. And it breeds a level of inadequacy, you know, just just as a man, you, you sort of feel inadequate. Let's say now you come across a, a strong woman that knows how to tell you what's what. And, you know, those types of relationships could end because you know, not that they, he'll say it, but because the man feels inadequate to be the kind of man that you require. Which, by the way, I don't think needs to be on the most extreme side of life. But that's just me and my experience. Um, yeah, I think, from yeah, those are the two two main things opening up and inadequacy that I think a lot of men face when having had a difficult relationship with their dad and I think it's where I learned that being a man means more than being hard being a man means more than never expressing your feeling being a man means more than avoiding vulnerability 
because in the kind of relationship that I want as a man, I need to be more. <laughs>